this podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. What's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous podcast. What's up with you, bro? Ah, can't call it. Just out here, still, still putting out content, man. You know, still, still missing Uncle Washington, though. You know what I'm saying? It still yeah, ain't. It ain't the yeah. same. It ain't the same with our uncle. But um, he had a procedure done the other day, man. I got, I got a call. I got a call, Auntie. See how he doing? But you know, I've been having some success with some interviews. So uh, just put out stolen time last night. You know that went okay. pretty well. You know, shout out to the dude Dustin. But uh, just putting out content, man. How about yourself? Man, I'm uh, I'm making it, man. You know what I'm saying? Had to uh, reschedule an interview. You know what I'm saying? Episode I'm super excited about. But you know things happen. Uh, got to connect with some more people later on this week. Well. Tomorrow, actually, excuse me, I got to connect with some more people so I can, um, you know what I'm saying, get some more interviews jumping, make sure I get a nice little collection of them so I can just start banging them bad boys out left and right. And then uh, other than that, man, can't lie to you, I'm excited about this episode, man. This was, uh, <laughs> this week was crazy, bro. This it, week was crazy. It, Real quick, though, it, right. um. I, w- I really wish I really wish you watched American Gods, bro. I'm so sorry. I really wish you watched American Gods, man. I know you know what I'm saying. I know it's supposed to be about snowfall and everything, but listen, man, it is such a great TV show. They got you know what I'm saying. Just they finished up with season three. Um, my dude Wale was in it. He wasn't in it a lot, like I thought that you know what I'm saying. Like I thought he was gonna be, but. Um, I had kind of debated going back and forth about watching it because you know what I'm saying the situation that they had with Orlando Jones, and um, I just you know what I'm I figured I I'm not gonna watch it during the season. I I wait till it's kind of over, you know what I'm saying. That way I'm not really giving them those first week ratings or whatever. So, man, I binged it. It took me you know what I'm saying a a, a smooth little day, and man. This this show just keep getting better and better, and then it's right up my alley because I'm into like mythology. It got stuff to do with like religion. It got stuff to do with history. It got stuff to do. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a little bit of um, it's it's just really just a little bit of everything, man. It <clears throat> it's about like if for people who don't know, it's like a battle of the old gods, which would be like from Nordic mythology, from um, Greek mythology, Roman mythology. Um, Egyptian gods, you know what I'm saying? Um, Jesus and the Christian uh, faith, the Islamic faith, you know, all those different religions, and then it also brings in, um, you know, like the what they call the new gods, which would be uh, like technology. So it'd be like cell phones, television, uh, the press, you know what I'm saying? Like all these different, all these different entities that we consider to be like you know what I'm saying, like media or whatever, or, you know what I'm saying, like books and stuff like that, and then they all just bring it together and, like, use them as a new guy. So it's like a battle between the two. It's a great show, bro. I seen the first season in, like, maybe, like, two, maybe, like, three or four episodes of the second season. 
So, um, I mean, I, I had stopped yeah. watching it um, because what it ended up being was I had stars at the time because um, that's when I was watching Power. That's when Power was on. So, like, I had stars at the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I was just watching it, you know, from here and there. And then, like, when Power was off, because, you know what I'm saying, that wasn't my TV service. Like, I was um, on my girl. Like, she was, had her TV service. Oh, and she yeah, had yeah. stars. So like soon as soon as power was over, she canceled that joint. Time to cut it. So, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I didn't even. So I didn't get to finish. You know what I'm saying? The second season, but I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a good show, man. Um, it's like you said, it's very methodic. It's very different. It's not yeah. it's not a lot like it. So I can see what you're saying, and but I could definitely see how it catch your eye. But I'm still yeah. finishing. Um, I'm still finishing Doom Patrol, man. I'm on. Uh, right. I'm on. I'm on episode six of season two. So, okay. um, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to hurry up and finish that up. So that's what I've been watching, you know, in my free time other than like unless it's something new that come out or if it's something that we're about to do on the podcast. So I'll just watch that in between time to kill time. But um, if I'm not mistaken, do, does um, Godzilla King Kong come out this week on HBO Max? Is that this 30, week? The 31st. No, I don't know if it's this week, but it come out the thirty first. Okay, so it might be next Friday. So that's the next like HBO Max movie though that's coming. So okay, oh, yeah. all right. I can't wait. Yeah, man. Like I um, I mean, I know what's going on. Like I seen um, you know, the Godzilla, Godzilla Kings <laughs> and Monsters, and I seen the uh, King Kong Skulls Island. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty caught mm-hmm. up on it, man. So that's gonna be a uh, I think it's, it's, I think uh, it's gonna be dope, man. Is Godzilla is Godzilla Kings of Monsters the one with um Elizabeth Olsen in it? And it got who else is in it? Uh who else is in that joint? The uh the Chinese dude that's in um that's in Inception. You remember okay, the dude? That, I'm thinking that, of what's I know who you're talking about, but I'm trying to think of who was the dude. Like, ain't, ain't they at like a um, a radiation plant or something like that? Because like Mothra yeah. is in it, ain't he? Wait a minute. No, you know what? You know what? I didn't see the King of Monsters one. I saw the one before that because that one okay. that one got got a girl Vera in it and, and, and Molly uh, Molly Bobby Brown. You know what? I haven't seen this one, and this one got O'Shea Jackson. Okay, yeah. In it too. Okay, that's the one. That's the. Okay, maybe I didn't. See. I gotta. I gotta watch it again there, because I want to yeah, say got... it got like Mothra or something in it. Yeah. See, I got. I gotta watch this one. I seen the Godzilla before this one, and that one had uh, Elizabeth Olsen in. Elizabeth yeah. Olsen is your girl on Wonder, Wonder from One Division. Right. Uh. Yep. Scarlet Witch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she was in she was in the one before that one. So I gotta watch this one. Um because I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're gonna try to tie it in. See, I gotta I gotta go back way. and Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's uh the King Kong movie that was out and then the last Godzilla movie that's out, all of them go together. So this is supposed to be like the fourth uh movie or whatever for all of those. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get on that. I'm gonna have to get on that. Yeah. Um 
Uh, before we get into it, y'all, I promise y'all. Okay, we we at eight minutes, fifteen minutes. We cutting this shit off. Okay, so <laughs> Word. Justice League. Yeah. All right. So I finished it. I was it. Just about to ask you about it too. It, it took forever, but I, I had to break it up into pieces. But like, it was so crazy. But I, I see what they did. Um, it it was just basically like the way they tried to frame it was they didn't really like the way that it was edited down because I mean, it was a lot of footage from the, from the original one that came out and they just kind of, right. I guess they felt that there was some things that, that was edited out that would have made it better. Um, I mean, put it this way, when it comes to DC for me, I'm not emotionally invested like I am with, with Marvel. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any emotional attachments to these characters like I do Marvel characters. Like, really, the only when it comes to DC, like, really, the only people I really like fuck with is Batman, Joker. Damn. Uh, I mean, as far as like everybody that's in this movie, I mean, I never really rock Wonder Woman like that. Aquaman, you know what I'm saying? Cyborg. Like, I, I don't really. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't get into them like that. So it's like it's all new to me. And I never liked Superman. Like I was just never a Superman yeah. person. So but as far but as far as the product though, the product of what they did, it was good. I just don't know why they just didn't when when I heard it was in parts, I thought that that's how it was. It was gonna be like, all right, so they show the first part, and then it's gonna end, and then you see the second part. It's just saying part one, part two, part three, and it just keeps going. But mm-hmm. Overall, I mean, like, if if I'm gonna give it a five, five, you know, out of the five joints, you know, what I'm saying, I probably, I probably give it like, I probably give it like a three point five. I mean, it was, it was like, it wasn't mm. terrible. It's just the fact of that's high. It was, it was just so long, and and I'm not emotionally attached to those people like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I see why people are excited. Um. But it's just like, because when I was watching it, I thought it was honestly, I thought it was a whole new movie. I didn't know. Like I'm not, I'm not into this like that. So, <laughs> no, yeah. So I start watching yeah. it. I'm like, yo, I seen this. <laughs> but then you keep watching yeah, it. It's yeah. Like, okay, I don't remember this. And then like another like 15, right. 20 minutes go by, and it's like, oh, I see what they did. So they trying to just go back and fill in and try to make. I'm guessing they just took all the footage that they had and just put it in there. Like, all the shit yeah, that was man. edited out, they just threw it in there and was like, okay, Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. What, well, originally it was about? supposed to be... Um, Originally it was supposed to be that movie. So, the Zack Snyder cut is the movie that it was supposed to be originally. It was supposed to be cut into two movies. So, you was going to have Justice League part one, then you're going to have Justice League part two, just like you had the Avengers movies. Because I guess, you know what I'm saying, he was trying to follow the Marvel blueprint or whatever. Um, so that's why it's a four-hour movie. Then, when you watch the Zack Snyder cut, a lot of people got confused because it said Zack Snyder cut. So they thinking that this is about to be a totally different story. And that was never the case. If, you, if anybody remembers, Zack Snyder was the original director of the Justice League movie. Then they um 
they took him out and then brung in Josh Whedon to finish the project. Because I forgot, I think like Zack Snyder had some like situations or something that was going on. So they took him out and brought in Josh Whedon. And Josh Whedon basically, if you want to use, for lack of a better term, trim the fat and then created the Justice League movie that we ended up getting originally. So the original movie is actually supposed to be that, that four-hour project that we just seen. Um, for me, I thought it was a, a good movie because it added everything, you know what I'm saying, that we was really looking for in the original movie. And, like, you know what I'm saying, it gave you a backstory, a quick backstory about all the different characters. Then on top of that, like, you know what I'm saying, we already know about Batman. We already know about um, Superman. We already know about Wonder Woman. So we didn't really need too much from them. It really gave you a lot more about, you know what I'm saying, all of the rest of the characters. Aquaman was getting his own movie, so you didn't really get too much from him. But it gave you enough for Flash. It gave you enough for uh, Cyborg, who don't have separate movies. So um, not only that, we kind of seen, or we kind of got the understanding of why um, of why Steppenwolf was even there to begin with and what his whole purpose was. His whole purpose was basically to get the mother boxes and basically take over Earth because uh, Darkseid couldn't at some time. And then we find out that the anti-life um, equation is basically on Earth as well. So that's why Darkseid was trying to take over Earth. So, you know what I'm saying? We basically get the whole backstory of what the movie is originally about. And then at the end, we also get the, uh, for me, it was the best part of the movie. We get the nightmare scene, which is basically what Batman seen. Um, I want to say it was Batman versus Superman. But, you know what I'm saying, that's when you get, like, uh, if you ever played Injustice, that's when you get the Injustice storyline, where basically they turn Superman bad, and now everybody got to go, you know what I'm saying, team up to fight Superman. So, you know what I'm saying, it, I, I think it was a good movie. They It was... It answered a lot of questions from the, the original cut that I, I was looking for. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I think that the the slow-mo fight scenes, it was enough of that shit. They added too much of that shit in there. And then every time Wonder Woman got on the goddamn screen and they played her music, bro, that shit was irritating as fuck, just like it was in the original <laughs> cut. So I was sick of that shit. But for me, if I'd have gave it a fire flame, I would have gave it a two and a half, um, which would be... Uh, a jump from the the one that I would give the original cut of Justice League. So, I mean, other than that, though, I did think it was a good movie. I just think that as far as superhero movies go, this was like damn near the worst of the worst. This is for me. I feel like this was down there with like uh, Batman Forever and George Clooney Batman movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. you know Yo, listen, man. So now, let's get into we, it, man. Snowfall. Now we What's up, some good shit. What's man, up, I don't even God, I don't man. even know. I don't even know where to start, dude. There was so much shit, yo. Mm. So much shit. Okay, all right. All right, let's start with this, right? This little rock Arkansas ain't gonna work, man. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. They gonna fuck this up. Like this whole oh, thing. No. I'm telling you, man, listen. Just by just by how, for, number one drone like he was, it was so funny when they pulled up and she was like, you know, I told you she used to run shit. He was like, yeah, running to the ground. He was like, and they say I hear in the, I was in the boondock for this bullshit. <laughs> so so anyway, like so you could tell Jerome was never comfortable. He he never really 
it looked like he didn't like the setup. He looked at dude. He was like, you know, something's off. Then the then the young dude yeah. come out, and yeah, this this is why I think he's gonna be Rock, the one to fuck it up. I'm gonna tell you the reason I think that Little Rock is not gonna work as well is because like when he was coaching him up on like, yo, you got to be careful who you trust, who you come bring around, all this type of shit. And then my man didn't seem like he was right, really wanting to do it anyway. Mm. Cause like you remember that was that was a couple of different scenes, mm. like they just like so. The primary scene that got me was when, when they were sitting there and my man picked up the rock, he picked up the thing and was like about to smoke it. She was like, look, don't smoke this shit. She was like, I seen what it does to people. We never smoke it. You know what I'm saying? We just basically sell it, all this type shit. And so they were like, yo, like, like what is this? Like, what are you giving us? And so my man seemed like a little hesitant on doing it. And then like he had to be kind of convinced by his girl to go along with this. And it's just like the looks on their face of when she was telling them, yo, like, don't smoke it. That's just like when you tell a kid, don't touch the stove. You know what I'm saying? What a kid gonna want to do? A lot of the times they're gonna be like, yo, let me let me touch it to see why. And I feel like Mm -hmm. they're gonna end up, they're gonna somebody out of the three, somebody and and I'm hoping I'm hoping it's not the pregnant girl. I'm hoping it's not her. Uh, it's, you already know that's going. That's what I know. Be. That's what that's what it feels <laughs> like. It feels like it's going to be her. Yeah, and you already know it's going to be her because you seen it. You seen it with the cocaine. Yeah, like she put it. You know what I'm saying? Do the little the little taste thing, mm-hmm. and it's just like I just feel like this this decision. And then, you know, Franklin made this decision without even. I mean, now he don't have to consult with Reed, but mm-hmm. I don't think it would be a terrible idea to tell Reed that you're trying to expand. And, you know, we'll get into that a little later because, like, him and Reed had a little run in it. Then there's a, right. a whole other shit that's going on with Reed, too, that, that we can get into later. But, like, I, I like man, just mm-hmm. the way that it went and then, like, how excited they was, like, when they had that little party get-together thing or whatever, and then the conversation in the car where she told Jerome about Reed and yeah, he's like, yo, like how long you knew? And she was like, for a year. He was like, that's how Franklin got off on that murder rap. So it's just like now Jerome, you know, feel like he's in the dark and then he was like, who else is in the dark? And she was like, Leon. So we don't know how that's going to affect their relationship because he's like, yo, like you've been keeping this from me but then at the same time, he might feel the way with Franklin too and be like, like, I'm a grown ass man. Like, you ain't gotta mm-hmm. protect me. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me know what's going on because he had a feeling about Reed in the beginning anyway. So I don't know, man. I honestly I I just feel like I, I don't know who's gonna be the one to fuck it up, but then at the same time, I don't know, man. I I'm I'm kinda like you. I'm I'm hoping it's not the pregnant girl, but it feel like it feel like it might be her, man. Right. I think that, you know what I'm saying, I agree with you when you say that Arkansas is going to get fucked up. I just don't think it's the way you think it's going to happen. Okay. One thing I think is, or the way I think it's going to happen is, you know what I'm saying, they they not going to smoke it or none of that. I do think that somehow the the pregnant chick is going to get hooked on it. 
But what I think is really going to happen is dude is really going to start to see what this shit can really do. And so they're going to start really bringing in money and they really going to start, you know what I'm saying, doing what they're doing. And he going to turn on them. That's the only way I really see it because, like you said, um, he was he was very cautious from all that shit to begin with, you know what I'm saying, in the first place. Uh, the thing, the scene that caught me out of that situation or out of Louis and Jerome's situation was um he asked he asked the same question twice. So the first time he asked it, well, the second time he asked it was like you said when they were sitting on the couch, and he was like, "Yo, what is this shit y'all bringing to us?" But the first time he asked it was when they when him and Jerome were sitting on the porch. He was like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying? I seen, you know what I'm saying, all the violence and shit that's going on in L.A. Like, what are y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, what y'all really bringing down here? Like, what's really going on?" And then when he started talking to him, you know, and Jerome was like, you know, it ain't nothing that, you know what I'm saying, that can't nobody handle. He was like, you know, when you making all that kind of money, or he said buku money, which was funny. They said that, but, uh, <laughs> but he was like, when you making that type of money, you know what I'm saying, people going to be at your neck. And so when he asked him, he was like, well, shit, how do y'all handle it? And you know what I'm saying? He handed them the Uzi or whatever. And they kind of faded off after that. You know what I'm saying? They started to kind mm-hmm. of get a little bit tight. They started to get cool, and then things kind of took a turn when, you know what I'm saying, they was in there, and they were sitting there, and they was like, yo, don't smoke it. You know what I'm saying? Like Louis said, that shit will get you hooked, and you will never come back from that shit. And so when he asked, when he asked the second time, I think it was a better time to ask because now it ain't nothing else to go off of. Like, now nah, this a one-on-one. We face-to-face. Let's really talk about what the fuck going on here. And then I think, like Louis said, you know what I'm saying? As long as you listen to us and pay attention to what we're telling y'all and follow our blueprint, y'all don't really have to worry about shit. Because at the end of the day, even though, you know what I'm saying, they get into, you know what I'm saying, some shit here and there back home in L.A., they really don't got to worry about shit. Like, they pretty much good. So, you know what I'm saying? I think the girl, you know what I'm saying, she was looking at it like this is an opportunity to get us out of the bullshit that we in. You know what I'm saying? You talk about how you don't feel like a man because you can't work and you ain't getting no money. Well, this is a chance for us to really get ourselves out of this bullshit and we don't have to worry about it no more. I think this, the conversation with Jerome and Louis was um, was, a, was a turning point, too. You're starting to see, like you said last episode, uh, when we talked about Snowfall or, or for season five, I mean, episode five, you talked about how, um, you know what I'm saying, Jerome is kind of getting out of this, you know what I'm saying, he, he really he one foot in, one foot out. Like, he really kind of won't out of this world. And you know what I'm saying? That we finally heard it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, you got everything that you wanted. You know what I'm saying? What mm-hmm. what more do you want? You know what I'm saying? We, you wanted the bags. We got you the bags. You wanted the shoes. We got you the shoes. You wanted to be rich. We rich. Let's take this shit and let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's go. And I think when Louis told him about the CIA situation with Reed, I think that was her excuse to stay in it because I think she's comfortable in that environment. I mean, if since we've seen Louie, really, that's all she know. You know what I'm saying? She was with Jerome when he was on weed. She was with uh, the one chick who was, you know what I'm saying, the goddamn crown boss down there when she before she got the club. So it's like her whole life. And then, you know what I'm saying, even old girl, I mean, even dude said, you know, she was the one that was always getting y'all into trouble. It seemed like mm-hmm. shit ain't changed. So it seems like her whole life, this is, you know what I'm saying, she's always been in the streets 
And you know what I'm saying? Like that's what she's comfortable with. And I don't I think that she she's scared to escape that. And I mean I might be looking too deep into it, but to me, it seems like, you know what I'm saying, she's using this whole CIA situation as an excuse because like if she decided to up and leave, I don't think Reed would give a fuck. I don't think that you know, I mean, I think Franklin would care, of course, but I don't think Reed would really give a fuck because his only dealing really is with Franklin. So, I mean, outside of that, I don't really see, you know what I'm saying, like why she's, you know, so hesitant to, you know what I mean, to get up out and, and go live out with Jerome like he wants to. No, I think I think you're 100% right, man. I, I think that she's comfortable in that life, and it seemed like, Honestly, honestly, it might be the situation where she might have got Jerome started on selling weed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it, it yeah. seems like that's like that's what she's like you said, like that, like that's what she's comfortable with. But what I also noticed mm-hmm. that did not happen was they never had the conversation of like, yo, you're gonna start making a lot of money. Don't get flashy. Don't you know what I'm saying? Like, like they didn't really give them that that conversation of like staying on the radar you know what i'm saying like don't go out and buy bmws and bentley's and shit when motherfuckers know you ain't really got money like that like they didn't really give them Mm -hmm. that conversation so that could be another thing that can draw attention to them if and then like it's it's not just the smoking thing it's also the you know drawing you know unwanted attention to yourself you know building your team yep that's another thing like Mm -hmm. It, it can't just be regular people. Like it got to be people who can be coached. It got to be people who can, you know, what I'm saying, I can all get on the same page. And I just yeah. feel like they might not build the right team of people. And I think that this was something mm-hmm. that Franklin. I mean, I know he can't leave right now, and and it's not that Louis and and Jerome can't handle this. But it just seems like they all have right. this understanding. Now, Louis, she likes to dress a little flesh. And then it was funny because when, <laughs> when Jerome got out of the car, he said, man, I'm overdressed like a motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that that just was hilarious. Was like, man, take that goddamn jacket off, man. You look crazy. <laughs> that shit was funny, bud. That was funny. But I, I just, man, I just got a feeling. But then, like, this, it's a show. Like, you, you got to. You got to keep it entertaining. Like if, if everything go according to plan, yeah, it's it's not a good show. So I feel like this whole show. Yeah, yeah, I feel like this whole whole situation might end up um, crashing and burning. But um, so we was bringing them up. Reed, yo, his father, a cold dude. Buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this motherfucker caught him a day Man, after the funeral. And Man, listen, he, the. We we seen we seen the relationship that they already had, right? Yeah. We already know that they had a strained relationship. So I think that the situation that happened with his brother when his brother had got back home and then they, they had that one on one and he was like, Yo, what happened to your brother? And then he, you know, saying he lied to him. He he kinda knew that something else was really going on. Cause there's no way, like you know, what I'm saying, his brother leave, fine, he come back, and then he, you know, what I'm saying, he a whole different person. So, I think that, you know, what I'm saying, his his dad kind of looked at it as, you know, he always kind of looked at Reed as like the rogue child, the outlaw, anyway. And so, 
you know, when he he was talking to him and, and Reed lied to him, I think that kind of solidified everything. That kind of made everything like, okay, yeah, I'm not I'm not fucking with you because now I see that, you know, you on some bullshit. And then the to me, I think it was a little excessive, like when he was like, you know, I already know that this relationship is dead, so I don't expect to hear from you anymore after this. That you could have kept that to yourself. You know what I'm saying? No, like no, that's you, not you skipped up you skipped over the worst part. He said it should have been you. That well, yeah, that too. That too. I forgot about that. That too. Like that's that's some shit. Like, well, I expected him to say that part. Well, no, no, I, I said it wrong. I said it wrong. No, he's yeah, yeah, he said it should yeah, I said it right, I said it right. He said it should have been you. No, like he said, right, of him. he said we both know it should have been yeah, he said we both know it should have been you. But it was like <clears throat> it was like you know, you just told him that his brother died, you know, he, he missed the funeral. You know, you tell him a day after the funeral, that's enough. Like, come on, man. Ain't no need to keep laying it on as thick as he was laying it on. And I feel like it's just that the rest of that episode made so much sense because, you know, he already felt that guilt of getting his brother caught up and having his brother go through that. We seen what he had to go through to even get his brother back. So it's like, and we know what he's, we know what he's capable of because, you know, he he went with Gustavo and he handled business. So it's mm-hmm. not like, you know, he's just some chump that's, you know, some CIA desk pusher. He's not that. We know that for a fact. So I think that him losing his brother, knowing that it was his fault, you know, knowing that he got his brother into this shit, it was like, God damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then to hear that. I understand what happened when, you know what I'm saying, he got drunk and he wanted to go talk to Franklin. It was like, it was, you know what I'm saying, because he's a, just like Franklin, he's a calculated dude. So, you know, he keeps shit to himself sometimes. Some shit he speak up on, some shit he don't. So, yeah, man, it was, that was just a tough scene to watch. And then to start the episode off like that, oh my God, that shit was crazy. <laughs> that shit was wild. And if I remember correctly, his brother was asking to get in. And now, mm-hmm. Reed is the older one, so, you know, you always, I think what his father was looking at it was like, like, you're the oldest. You you should have, like, no matter what mm-hmm. happened, you should have kept him away from whatever's <clears throat> going on. But, like, it seemed like his brother was very right. eager to, you know, to, to jump in and help. And, and Reed didn't want him to. But it came to a situation where he needed somebody, and his brother was the only one that could, you know, yeah. do the, you know, the job that he needed. And you know, obviously, he didn't expect that his brother was gonna get caught up, and they was gonna keep doping the dude up until, you know, Reed came back and got doing what they needed or whatnot. So, but yeah, it was it was it was a tough thing to watch, man, and to think that like like forever, you you got to live with like. He probably feels that his brother dying is his fault, and then he didn't even get to say goodbye. He missed the funeral. You know, his pops ain't talking to him. Reed is not seeing his own child. Uh, his ex ain't talking to him anymore. So it's just like his personal life, like this this whole planet the CIA got, it, it ruined his whole personal life. You know what I'm saying? He don't have his father. He don't have his brother. He don't have his wife. He don't have yeah. his kids. So Reed... It's pretty much 
Yeah. All he really got is <laughs> it's like gangsters for his friends. Estavo, who didn't even know, like all of a sudden, like now I'm with the CIA. So like this whole relationship came up from from this. And then we yeah. don't know, like, are you and Franklin really friends or y'all just business? Y'all y'all just you know so this well, whole think, like I think we kinda know it ain't no friendship there for real. I think that's more so just the fact that you know, both of them are really playing their cards to where the other one is comfortable. You know, I think that they both, once again, that's why I say just as Franklin is, Reed is just as calculated. You know what I'm saying? Like, they doing enough to keep each other comfortable. They doing enough to be able to shake hands and smile in each other's faces. But like Reed said, you know what I'm saying? Everybody is replaceable. And I think that when he said that, it seemed as if, he was talking to Franklin when he said that. I don't think that's what he meant, though. I think that the way it came out and the way it was portrayed was for you to believe that that's, you know, he was directing that towards Franklin. But I think initially that, you know, he knew that a lot of this shit is starting to pile up. A lot of this shit is starting to crack down, you know what I'm saying? If something happened, I think that he got a, a little hint that something is happening. And he don't know yet, but something is happening. And when he says that everybody is replaceable, I think he's talking about himself. Because, you know what I'm saying, we see that in the next scene, he ends up talking to the, the, the other CIA agent. So it's like, you know, what what does he really know? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what is he really seeing that they haven't shown us yet? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's really going on? Because I, I think they haven't focused enough on Reed in this season. They've shown him a lot, but they haven't really focused enough on him like we've seen in past episodes. So I think that these next few episodes, we're going to see a lot of Reed, and we're going to see a lot of, you know what I'm saying, what's going on in his world. Because it seemed as if we've seen a lot of him earlier, but I think that was more so from Gustavo's point of view, right? And then, of course, him being with Reed, Reed is just in there a lot. But I don't think we've seen a lot of Reed, and I think that this is the beginning of that point of view. Uh, I think when he said my my uh, view of it was, I think when he said everybody's replaceable, I think he did mean what he said by saying everybody, but I think the, the vocal point of that was Leon. Because he said you letting emotion get involved and you're not doing what needs to be done. And because mm-hmm. he said you had a lot of heat on you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know how to get rid of this heat, but you're not doing anything. And what he was trying to tell him to bring him to the office and tell him, it seems like he was going to tell him, yo, we're going to get fat back to go in. I got my lawyer to fix this whole thing up. And then this whole thing is going to go away and we right. can keep Leon out on the street. I think that's what he was going to go tell him in the office mm-hmm. when he just told him, yo, everybody's replaceable. And I, I think he does mean everybody in mm-hmm. counting himself, you, like everybody, because the CIA right. can, can drop all of this, what I got going on, bring in a whole new unit, and they can get a whole nother black person to come in and do this stuff. So I think he did meet everybody, but I think that who he and locked like, us all up and nobody even know about the shit. Yeah, but I think it was mainly directed towards like, yo, get your emotions out of this yeah. and damn get rid of Leon. So 
I feel like now let's take it to when, you know, so Peaches is back. You know what I'm saying? Peaches picking the lock. He's like, what you learning? that no, nah. He's like, nah, man. He said, no, nah, we just blew shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's telling him about what they want to do. They go out to the car, put it in the car. Poly, the detective dude roll up. He's like, yo, it's a little early for a drink. All this little shit. So he's like, nah. He's like, you know, I'm you know, looking for your boy Leon. You know, five-year-old girl died. All this little stuff. So frankly, I'm like, he don't know who Leon is. They hem him up. Right. And then, uh, you know, ask him to open the trunk, open the trunk. And that was so funny. He said, you're going to lock me up for excessive bass? <laughs> that, that shit was, was hilarious. So that shit was hilarious. <laughs> oh, was man. That was so dope, man. It was so dope. So then he's like, somebody got to take the fall. And, you know, I think that before he said that, I still think Franklin was still trying to Figure this out. I think Franklin was still trying to think of yeah. every option he had. But when that cop said someone had to take the fall, I think that that's when he was that's like... That's when he got that idea. Boom. He was like, go back to Leon. And Le- and then he told Leon like the heat's still on us. Like, what are you going to do? And he turned around and looked at him. And Leon knew. He's like, nah. I'm like, no. Like, it was me. It's all my fault. You know, all this other stuff. Franklin kind of convinced him. Like, yo, the little girl should have never been in the car. Central fault. He was like, man, we're going to, you know, ask Fat Bat to do it. And he's like, yo, but he was like, man, but it was my fault. He was like, dude, Fat Bat is a, and you remember we had this conversation. You remember like, like three episodes ago, you were saying that, that Leon was kind of feeling like, like a soldier, like he wasn't a partner. And I think that that's what was Franklin telling him like, yo, you my partner. Fat Bat is a soldier. He can go serve this time for this. And then I could get my lawyer to fix it up and get the, the murder charges out of here. He get, you know, gun possession, all types of little shit like that. Spend a couple of years in there, come out. We got a quarter meal waiting for him. So, but my whole interpretation of it was like, yo, that's one of those things where, like, when, when you one of those soldier dudes, bodyguard dudes, whatever the situation is, hey, mm-hmm. But you gotta take one for the team, man. Gotta take one for the team. team. Yeah, you gotta take one for the team. Now, I want to get into this. um, I want to get into this situation, man, because we we I think we actually called this a couple episodes back. We said that Scully's baby mama was gonna be ready. She was gonna (laughs) be a soldier. You hear me? She was gonna be a fucking soldier. You hear me? Yo, she was sick and tired of the bullshit. She didn't want to hear nothing else. She said, man, listen, <laughs> this nigga Scully out here putting up crosses. He think, he think God is personal. Nigga, you out here looking. You ain't found nobody yet. You talking about, you know what I'm saying, Uh, uh, you want to avenge your knees, but nigga, you really looking for Franklin's plug. Fuck all what y'all talking about. I'm about to get busy. So she get to say, nigga, look, I don't got time for the bullshit. She get in that kitchen, she get to making some goddamn uh, chloroform. And she like, hey, I need some money. I need a lot of money. And I don't want to argue about it. And that nigga <laughs> Scully was like, hey, that nigga Scully just looked at her like, all right, shit, I don't argue neither, nigga, because I don't know. Now, see, this is, this is why I like this show, because 
this is a realistic show as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how gangster Scully is. I don't give a fuck how much of a thug this nigga is. He's never in a million years ever gonna battle with that woman. I'm telling you right now. He's not gonna battle with that woman, bro. That's the that's the realness of this show. How, how many times have you been in the house and something happened and your girl was like, yo, go do da-da-da and you don't do it? And then she'd be like, you know what? Fuck it, I do it myself. You don't argue. You ain't nothing you can say. You just be like, yes, ma'am, you got it. You, you, yes, ma'am. You, <laughs> yeah, like you, you won. So for me, that that scene was that scene was funny, but I, I seen it in her eyes, like she was she was ready to make a move. So um, to bring everything around to that point, um, we talked about Fatback taking the. Um, you know what I'm saying? Taking the taking one for the team. They basically come up with the plan of Fatback gonna take the rap for it. When he take the rap, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna get, you know, send the lawyers and everything for him, make sure he's straight. They said that, you know what I'm saying, they can get him out and at least get the charges knocked down. They said, but if not, you know what I'm saying, you do the bid. <clears throat> we gonna make sure that the family is straight, and then when you get out, you're gonna have a quarter meal waiting for you. Not gonna lie. Not the best deal I've ever heard, but I get it. When you're in the streets, there's some of the chances that you got to take. So, Fatback go along with it. He like, hey, man, you know, I just, you know, I, I just want to get this shit over with. Basically, that's what he was letting them know. And so, you know what I'm saying? He turned himself in. They take him down there. He go in. They drive off. You know what I'm saying? It's on the news or whatever. And they said that his bail set at a million dollars, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then you hear Franklin tell Leon, you know what I'm saying, I gave the money to the lawyer, the lawyer going to get him. Now, when I heard that, I didn't really think the lawyer was going down there to get him. So when old girl pulls up in this nice car, and she come out with the short shorts, thigh, uh, knee-high boots on, thighs out, just looking scrumptious and whatnot, I'm like, oh, they they doing it for real for my guy. Like, okay, then this is this is what it's about. I I can't really be mad at that. They get to driving and everything, you know what I'm saying? Fatback kind of cautious or whatever. And then she hit my man with, oh yeah, you know you ain't never had a threesome. Hey, my man rubbed his head. Me, look when he rubbed his head again, I did like that too. I was like, my nigga. I said, my nigga. I said, Franklin, say you are the fucking man. I said, you are the man. And then all hell breaks loose. You know what I'm saying? She leaned over. She like, yeah, my girl on her way. You know what I'm saying? She leaned over to kiss him. And then here comes Scully, baby mama with the club for a rag. Wrap my man up. Old girl tried to choke him out, but he gave her a quick left. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then next thing you know, we see, next time we see him, he chained up to a, a post in some abandoned warehouse. And you know what I'm saying? Scully, baby mama is is then then turned into the warrior, you know what I'm saying? She's like, yo, where Leon at? And he didn't really know, of course, we know that. So she, you know, kept asking him, and he really didn't know. She wasn't trying to hear that shit, and she stabbed my man up. Then they left him in front of the fucking thump, bro. When I tell you, Scully got some issues. 
He better not never piss that woman off. He got some issues. <laughs> <laughs> he got some issues either way because the one no, time, fuck yeah, fuck that, the, bro. But her, the, the, one, the worst one. The one time that he did, you know, hit her with the shut the fuck up, man, boy was like, yo, but it's still my sister. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like he got yeah, it both bro. ways. But she, that's cool too. Dude, he can, she got, he can, she got, listen, <coughs> he can bang it out with man boy. That ain't shit. What his sister did? Oh, yeah, that's, geez, that's, that's not, I would never say nothing to that woman. I wouldn't say nothing to that woman. Dude, that's next level shit, man. Like, like she just got tired Dude, of the she bullshit. Cooked, she cooked up chloroform, bro. By herself, my guy. Like, no Google. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, like, where the hell she get this information from? Bro. It ain't no internet. Crazy. That was crazy. So she put that up because she got tired of the bullshit. She was like, man, boy, you, you got excuses. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker over here hammering goddamn <laughs> <laughs> fucking crucifixes everywhere talking about some this shit is out of space shit. So it's like, yeah, she's like, yo, I'm sick of waiting around on y'all. And so she saw the perfect yeah. opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Give me a hundred stacks. I ain't going to argue about it. I'm going to get my girl to get them out, take them to the same warehouse where y'all had that shootout at, and I'm going to handle this. And I'm going to send Leon and Franklin a message. So yep. that was, that was, that, that, that was, man, that was some real shit, man. That was some, that was that was some real, that, shit was that was some real savage shit. Um, so we get a Wanda sighting. Uh, she, yep. You know, we predicted. Another I, I like I, I I like how they when when she started to get clean, she started to be. You know, she was probably seventy five, eighty percent of herself. You know, eighty. You know, clean. And then yeah. they start bringing. They brought the the crack baby in there. And then, like, I think that's oh, that's man. when she really opened her eyes. You know, like that's when that moment yeah. came of, yo. I can't do this. And then they bring another uh, crack that patient in. And like that was beside her. So I think that gave Wanda that time to reflect and like really look at herself and really look at what this drug is doing to her and others. I think that she's like, yo, mm-hmm. when I get out of here, I'm staying clean. Mm-hmm. Now she went back to her old surroundings, yeah. but she kept herself clean. Paige Leon and was like, yo, I, I need, I need some help. Well, Leon ain't in any position to help anybody because yeah. you know this dude is on the run, so he basically sends her to the uh, to the shelter yeah. or whatnot. But is it? But it is a good thing to see that she has taken that step to at least. I mean, it's still early because when you're an addict, every day is a struggle because yeah. you know all it takes is that one hit and you. Well, that's back what she said. It. Remember, she said I. She said I need help because if I don't get it, you know what I'm saying, I'm a slip. So. She definitely kind of knew, you know what I'm saying, where she was and or she knew where she was at with the addiction and she kind of wanted to avoid that going back into that. So that I think, you know what I'm saying, like you said, that the baby really made a difference in her life. And remember, you know what I'm saying, we, we know that male is also clean now too. Mm-hmm. So listen, we seen her in the beginning episode. We still got Four, I think what four episodes left? Yeah, four. We might see Mel again. 
now that Wanda is clean, we might end up seeing Mel again because you know they that they was tight as you know what I'm saying they used to kick it a lot. So um we know that Wanda's clean, she steps into the shelter, you know what I'm saying? Alton comes in and um you know he gets the target to her. Of course she don't know who Alton is. She's sitting there, she's about to fill out some forms, and then the person I love to hate pops up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and she asking questions and shit. And he like, yo, get your ass out. I done told you you're not welcome here. And here she go with her big ass mouth. Well, maybe I should tell everybody that this place is funded with your son's drug money. Come on, man. Why would you say and, some shit like that in the shelter? And and then and then that's when Wanda looked up and was like, yo. You Franklin's yeah, dad. She started making it look like she was making some connections. So it's yeah. like this. I can I, I pray. I pray that this next episode we see her man. get killed or beat up. Something, man. <laughs> she is fucking shit up. Listen, I know you didn't watch it, but I'm spilling it, dude. Oh, I watched it this time. I, I might go back to my now. Look, I get it. I understand he wants the best for his son. He wants the best for his family. I get it. Yeah, you was right. You was definitely He's right. the he weak link, weak. man. It looked like because he was weak. God damn. She, she she came in with the ultimatum, and he bit on it. And, it, well, it, 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 it seems that way when you watch the previews of, like, he's biting on it, saying this, this could be our way out because she's like, I can write this to the point where I can write y'all out of this. But what she's not anticipating on doing this ultimatum is what this is gonna what this is gonna fuel inside of Franklin. And then, like I say, with Franklin get this information, obviously he's gonna go to read. So mm-hmm. with Alton thinking the way that he's thinking, like I don't think Alton really understands. Like Reed is not done. With Franklin, but at the same time, yeah. Franklin Franklin yeah. ain't done. Now he asked Reed. Now, yeah. I, I said this before. I, I do believe, I do believe that they are friendly enough to where he did tell the truth at the club when he said, "As soon as I find out this is over, I'm going to give you the heads up." I I do believe Reed intends yeah. on doing that. I do believe he intends on doing that, but. I don't think Alton understand the significance of what's going on, and Franklin can't just leave like right. that. Like, it, there's no way that he can just leave. Now, I don't. Now, Sissy, I think with the preview, I think she said what needed to be said to Alton, because even though she wants Franklin oh, out, she I is, think listen, her and her and Louis, her and Louis are running this shit, bro. Them two, I'm telling you, if if you cut him, if you cut him and Jerome out of this, they got a whole goddamn Pop, uh, Pablo Escobar empire in California. Shit, uh, Mazetta Blanca, man, that's the motherfuckers. And and, and them two, that's all he need. Yeah, because like Jerome, now Jerome feels left out. Like he he feels left in the dark. He was like, yeah, y'all felt mm-hmm. like y'all couldn't tell me this. And then now Alton is like, yo, this this lady can get us out. And it's like, yo, you 
you just told her an episode or two episodes ago, you know when a reporter's lying when she's running when she's running them out. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden she gives you this ultimatum and now you believe in everything she's saying. So mm-hmm. you're gonna sit here and give up the whole operation when she could just be like, nah, fuck that. I still want Franklin to go down. Like what what make you think that you can trust her just because she's out throwing ultimatums and saying that I can write y'all out of this? It's that's exactly. nah, man. And that's why I told you I knew it was something funny about Ultra Man. It was like he mm-hmm. wasn't really he wasn't really built for it like that. And even though Sissy wants him out, I think Sissy also understands because she asked him when when they had that conversation at the kitchen table. He was like, "What more do you want?" I think she knew Franklin had to go back and talk with well, Reed. Remember, she said, I want you out of this and I want us out of this clean. Like, she don't want to have to worry about, you know what I'm saying, yeah. looking over his shoulder or, or having to worry about when he go out, are they going to try to come get him or anything like that? Because we already know, you know what I'm saying, we don't see Franklin go to jail. We don't see the police mess with Sissy. We don't see the police mess with Franklin. So I think that she understands that it's something bigger going on. And I think she probably know a lot more than what they've been showing us. But she understands that it's something more going on. Not only is there something more going on, she knows that Franklin is smart enough to handle these situations without, you know what I'm saying, getting itself messed up. You know what I'm saying? There's been a few situations where, you know what I'm saying, he got shot or whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, he's pretty much been running a whole fucking drug empire. He's supplying the whole goddamn L.A., it seems like, for a minute. And now, you know what I'm saying, people getting other connects before. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the one that's, that everybody's really coming to. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really controlling everything. So now, you know, you got the situation with Scully and Man Boy. You got the situation with Leon. And then, you know, you now you got this reporter popping up. And, and the thing is, and I know what you're saying when you say he uh, that Alton is the weakness too, because Alton has not said shit about this reporter for real. Yeah, up until this next episode, it seemed like when he brought it to Sissy, because remember he showed Sissy the card, mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, like this this lady can mm-hmm. you know can save us, you know, and get us out of the situation clean. But you might have said this. I think you did say this. My prediction. Stav, Stavo taking this bitch out, man. I think. Did you say oh, Stavo was so. gonna do it? I can't remember if you if you said a person. I, I know you know just said, said that Stavo stuff. was gonna do it, but I know somebody somebody's gonna kill him. I to. think it's I think it's gonna be a Stavo. I think once this whole situation plays out of Franklin finding out about Irene, I think Franklin gonna page read. Sit down and read. I look, this newspaper lady went to my pops, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. He, she now popped up a couple of times. She's talking about she got a story that can clear us. No, 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 all mm-hmm. this type shit. And I think Reed is going to call around. You know, I don't know, maybe get, you know, somebody to go in undercover and, and see all the pictures on the board and all that type shit. Get the confirmation. Man, getting that, fired, something, man. God damn, get this. I, this, listen. I've never hated the character so much on the TV show. I really haven't, because <laughs> it's not even the fact that you know what I'm saying. Like she's a reporter and she's just trying to do her job. 
she's just so goddamn irritate. She just come off as an irritating ass person. Like, yeah. Okay, the CIA is involved. Blah blah blah. Okay, get your ass on. Find something else to do. Go fuck with somebody else. Don't fuck with the Saints. You know what I'm saying? Because if you mess with them, now everything. Ever since she done came on to the episode, everything been fucked up. Fatback done got killed. Uh, uh. The goddamn the hit on Scully didn't go right. It's all her goddamn fault, man. I'm blaming everything on her. All these motherfuckers just start popping up out of nowhere that we ain't seen since uh, season one. Like, get this bitch out the picture, please. Somebody, please kill her off. That's all I'm saying. She's getting that goddamn nervous. You know who it might be? It might be her, like black assistant dude, man. I think that it might end up getting him. And he gives them the whole scoop of like, look, dude, we got this, we got mm-hmm. this. You know what I'm saying? All this type mm-hmm. of shit. And I think he might be the one. And then Irene gonna go home and she's gonna think everything is sweet. Stavo gonna come behind her, fucking choke out or something, make it look like a suicide or something. And it's and what really it's, pisses it's, it's me off is what really pisses me off is every time she talks to fucking Alton, bro, she keeps trying to use the Panthers. Bitch, shut up with that shit. That shit is <laughs> pissing me off, bro. Like, that's, that shit really irritates my soul. Like, listen, this man is out here trying to help people. He really just trying to trying to do the best thing that he knows possible. Leave this man the fuck alone. If you really want to do some investigative journalism, you go find out who killed Fatback. Let's find that out. You go investigate that. You go investigate what the fuck is going on on in the bottoms or something. I don't know. Find out why Scully putting up all these goddamn crosses. Leave Alton B. God damn, man. <laughs> Shit. This this is me. I'm mad as fuck right now talking about this bitch, man. But, look, you're going to be happy soon. I don't know if it's going to be seven or eight. I'm only giving her I'm only giving her, like, at the, at the most, eight. I think she's out of here, man. I think she's out. It, it really depends. It what yeah. it depends on is how much of Arkansas we're going to get. Because it could be a situation where we don't see Irene mm-hmm. for like an episode. You know, because they kind of you know what, well, I think well, this I next I one... I don't think we're going to see a lot of Arkansas in this next episode. Yeah, this next episode, I don't think so. I think like more like episode 8 and 9 we're going to see more Arkansas. I think that this episode is yeah. going to have a, I don't think you're going to like this one too much. I think, I think there's going to be a lot of Irene because they're speaking about her. So I think oh. that, you know what I'm saying? It, it's going to yeah. be a, a, a good bit of Irene, <laughs> um, you know, Reed. And that, and Reed, like, Reed ain't really, hell, with the way that Reed feeling right now, it might not even be a Starville. It might be Reed wanting to let out some anger because, you know, he's, he's upset about his brother. And you know, his pops I hope, now. I hope he take that goddamn gun that he took to go Starville with them and take it to her house. Hey, but it's 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 hard to tell. It's hard to tell. But like that's yeah. like my my prediction is, man. Well, for number one, forget prediction. You don't go to people that is running a drug enterprise and make ultimatums, Joe. Like, exactly. Who the fuck are you, man? Like, who exactly. are you? Exactly. You got the I'll you got the you nerve. Writing some little funky ass newspaper. Fuck her, man. Yeah. Like man, listen, you gotta have some balls 
to walk around here thinking that, you know, you can, oh, well, if you don't do this, I'm going to do this. Shit, bitch, I, I, we could do this. <laughs> and you out of here. You can, you, we can make you disappear. For and who going to miss you? Who going to miss you? Your daughter won't even talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Your, your ex got a new woman now. Who going to miss you? So, hey, I, Irene, I, I think hey, everybody know Irene is a done deal. Shout out to uh, the homie at Miss Nicole Banks on Twitter. She said the same thing. She was like, yo, I don't like this reporter lady. Whoever she is, <clears throat> they need to kill her off ASAP. We was talking about that shit last night on Twitter, man. I can't stand this goddamn character. This is the <laughs> one character that, like, I, I don't know. Even if, like, they, I don't care how they kill her off. She get hit by a car. I don't know. She could get caught in the middle of a gang war. Uh, she could slip and drown. I don't care. I just want her out of here, man. I, I do not like this character. And this ain't one of the situations where, like, how great Lakeith Stanfield played Bill O'Neill. That was just the fact of You're him right. doing a great job at the character. This is just like, right. we don't like the role that they written for you. Like, it ain't the fact that you playing yeah. it well. It's just the fact that, like, we just we don't like know. you. I think I, I, I will say she is playing it well. And the reason I say she's playing that role well is because I really don't like this character. <laughs> like, that's what, to me, I feel like in order for people to, in order for people to do well at playing roles, like, you have to invoke emotion out of people when they're watching uh, whatever character you're playing. And I think that she's playing this character to a fucking T. So much so that I think that she's annoying as fuck in real life. I don't know her. I've never seen her in a lot. But it just seemed like her personality, she's just an annoying-ass, nagging-ass person. And the way she's playing this character is like, she is killing this shit. Because every time she come on screen, I get pissed. So salute to her. I forgot what her name is, but salute to her. She does a great job playing this Irene role. And it's just, it's another testament of how well that this show is because, you know, people are really invested in this show. And, and you know, you, you felt sorry for the fat back. You know, you hope that Saint make it out. You know what I'm saying? You When you see Scully, you know what I'm saying, depending on what side you on in that situation, like you either hate him or love him. Um same thing with Man Boy, you know what I'm saying? You feel sorry for Leon. It's just like, this show is so good that, you know what I'm saying? Like, the actors are really doing their jobs. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I felt so happy when Wanda finally got out of the hospital. I'm like, yeah, she finally getting cleaned up. You know what I'm saying? That's good to see. Like, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, for some people, especially like people our age, I think that it's a little bit different because, you know what I'm saying? We kind of, you know what I'm saying, was in that. You know what I'm saying? We was in that era. Like I came, I came to live in the tail end of it. You know what I'm saying? You're a little bit older than me, so you probably experienced it a little bit more than I did. And you know what I'm saying? Like you told your story before, so I know you really experienced it a lot more than I did. But I came on the tail end of the crack era. I was born in '88, so by the time I got of age, crack was like. Trash. That was like trash shit. Like when I was in high school, if you was a, if you was a new crackhead, you know what I'm saying? Like we looked at you crazy. Like fuck, you smoking crack for? Like you know, I love that shit, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. not a drug you wanna. You know, it's like it's not a drug you go and try at, at, in 2000 fucking three, 2002. 
No, nobody's out here, you know what I'm saying, just now becoming the record in the in the 2000s. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just knowing, you know what I'm saying, the ramifications of, you know what I'm saying, this era in the eight or seven through the late 70s, early 90s, you know what I'm saying, everything that was going on. I thought it was dope how, you know what I'm saying, they showed, they showed Reagan on TV making a speech while Wanda was locked up, you know what I'm saying, and, and him saying everything that he said. Um, you know what I'm saying, how they added those elements into the show to give you that feel of it really being the crack area and in, in, in the midst, excuse me, of the war on drugs, the crack epidemic and everything else like that. So this show is really doing a great job of making you understand what really went on, you know what I'm saying, in that time period. Yeah, I, I think so. And and it's also showing us the accountability of the government, mm-hmm. you know, to to let everybody yeah. know, like, y'all want to demonize, you know, the people like Franklin and Jerome and Manboy and Scully and all these right. guys. But at the same time, like, your government is so fucked up. Like, some of the people don't give a fuck about the fact that they, you know, use the black community. They don't give a shit. But, like, mm-hmm. That they're they're showing they're showing you this is the links that they will go to fund the war. And they're like, yo, we, we used we use black bodies for slavery. You know what I'm saying? We use black bodies yep. for yep. Jim Crow. And now we use them for experimental yep. purposes. You know what I'm saying? Uh as far as like, you know, syphilis and all this type stuff. And then it's like, all right, so now mm-hmm. we're gonna so use them. Yeah, <clears throat> whole experiments. And then we're gonna use them to fund this war and flood their whole community with these drugs. And and yeah. then within doing that, we're using them for that, but we also using them for the bodies to fill up these prisons because we're gonna privately yeah. fund these prisons. So we're gonna get them, we're gonna we're gonna give them the money to sell it, we're gonna let them build themselves up, and then we're gonna lock them up and hit them with the Rico so they can get a whole bunch of time. So I, I, I love how they're well, well, remember the Rico. The Rico law is not in effect yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, time. that don't. Yeah, that don't come until like ninety four. So, so they um they got renewed for season four. You know what I'm saying? The news well, season five. Out. Season four so far is in the. You mean season five? five. I'm five. sorry, you right. Season five. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm I'm still thinking of American Guy. Season five. Um, they got renewed for season five. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff is in the works. They, I think they starting to get everything ready now so they can start filming. Um, and, you know what I'm saying, L.A. is open back up a little bit. So, you know, we might get it on time this time. We don't have to worry about no pushback. Um, I think that you bringing up the um, the prisons, I think that this next season, season five, is going to be talking about the prison, the pipeline, the prison industrial complex. I think that's where we're going to start getting, um, you know what I'm saying, the, the George Bush era, you know what I'm saying, and the crime bills and all this other stuff that's about to start popping up as well. So it's a lot of shit that's about to start happening, you know what I'm saying, in, in these next few episodes is going to lead up into this next season uh, with a lot of shit that you talk about. That's just my opinion. I don't know for certain, but I think a lot of the shit that you're saying is really going to be in that in this upcoming season. All right, all right. I try to have good ideas, man. I try my best. Um, hey, man, you you do a hell of a job, bro. 
Man, I'm trying, man. And so, so do you, because you brought some shit up today. I was like, damn, man, think about that shit that way. And that's why I say, yeah. man, get two brains on here that's really in this shit. Mm-hmm. You get what we put out. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, sir. But, you know, next week, uh, when we come back next episode, it's going to be three brains. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, so we got, we got a guest coming up. Yeah, yeah we're going we gonna to push it up a day early. You know what I'm saying? The, to help the guest out, so it, you know, sometimes you gotta, you know, move some stuff around, everything to come out for the yeah, people, you know. Yeah. So we do it for the people as well. Like we do it for ourselves, but we also do it for the people. Right. Um. Right. You know, this movie is uh got a legend in it, and you know, mm. another person that is, you know, I mean, I personally, I I like the dude. And the dude, the dude is dope to me. I mean, uh, I, I think, yeah, I think he's, I think he's one of, I think he's one of the best actors out. Literally, he can, he can, he can, literally do almost everything: comedy, drama, um, action, Play a psycho like, killer. Ain't nothing he ain't did yet. Yeah, ain't nothing he ain't did yet. And then the legend that we're talking about in it is just, you know, what I'm saying he, he can do, he can do everything. Yeah, like there's to me, I don't, I don't see, I don't see a movie he can't do. Like one thing I would like to see him in is like a legit comedy, though. I think he would kill a comedy. Yeah, but this was I, I, I was trying to, I was trying to find our catchphrases, man. I can't, I can't really think of one at the moment. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, I uh, I'm gonna have to figure out, I'm gonna have to find some time because man, I'm going out of town this week. I'm gonna have to find some time to watch it again. Um, but yeah, but yeah, man, it's is we got well, we got I dope know, one coming I know up. In this one, I know in this one, the guy that we're talking about is not a night walker, so I think that's a good one. If anybody can catch that reference, he's not a night walker. Um, you know what I'm saying? How Just know that a night walker. You know what I'm saying? And also in this movie, the legend we're talking about, he ain't equal either. So you know what I'm saying? This can be. It's, it, Few references okay. in there, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. All right, all right. They might, they might. But like, yeah, um, yeah, this one been in the works for a while. It's, it's gonna be dope to do this one, man. And like we had, you know, we read we re- yeah. we redid our list the other day, and you know, so we yo, the lineup we got in in the changing with the snowfire, yo, we got we got some shit for y'all, man. We got some shit lined up, you know what I'm saying? We yeah, and it's, it's so funny, man, because our list, our list is it'd be solid for like a couple of weeks, and then it get changed up. Like every, yeah, every, yeah, every, every time, every time, man, this we we have it for So, listen, but you know what? We, <laughs> we just gotta remember to do the formula, man. I think that we forgot yeah. about the formula, but so at the same hard, time, <laughs> it is, it is because see, this is what happened, like the Allen versus yeah. Pharaoh. You know what I'm oh, saying? Man. Like that happened. Yeah, that, sometimes, so, yeah. Sometimes there's some stuff that you have to do, like yeah. you know, for the for the people, because like this is something that's fairly new. Uh, it's something that's popping. It's something that's in the news, and it was something that needed to be done. Because even with the list that we got now, I do hope though next Tuesday though, I don't want to bump that one, man, because we've been trying to do that one for a while. And we, I mean, we we really been talking about it for about three, four months, and we just kept bumping it and bumping it and bumping it. So yeah. hopefully, man, we don't we don't bump that one. Um, 
But I'm really looking forward to that one. Cause yeah, me too, man. Cause um, it's it's only it's only so many that we get the chance to really do. You know what I'm saying? And we got a we got a long way to go, of course. But the ones yeah. that we've done so far, you know, what I'm saying they've come out, they've been they've been great. Um, and it's only looking up from here. So, you know, what I'm saying I don't I don't think that we'll be having to worry about that anytime soon. So, you know, what I'm saying that the more and more support, you know, what I'm saying that we get, like we've been getting supported and growing a lot, and we appreciate y'all for real. Because, man, when we first started. You know, just like everybody, you know, just like with anything else, the support really wasn't there. But these last few, I would say like months, man, people have been messing with us. I'm telling you, up. they have been showing love. And this it's, it's looking good, man. It's looking good. So, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for the continued support. You know what I'm saying? Keep continuing to share with your friends and letting everybody know about this. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, we can – um you know, we can we can get another one like Outcry. You know, I think that, you know, the uh, Allen versus Pharaoh, I think that's going to be one of those ones. Um, and we got a few we got a few other ones, I think, that that will get up there, too. But, you know, so it's, it's been looking good so far, man. I checked the numbers out the other day and it's like, yo, it's it's been picking up. I don't know if we've been like hitting people's playlists. Or, you know what I'm saying, how people hit that random button when they listen to a pod and then whatever come on after that is like us or whatever. But yo, we've been we've been getting some some ears, man. And I'm I'm loving it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm loving it. I I think we gonna be uh we gonna be talking like Joe and them in a minute. Man, I, I wish we had the time to talk about it, man, because I got I gotta get to some things, but man, you know, they going through some stuff. Yeah, I you know, know what I'm saying. Like it's 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 yeah, you know, he even yeah, could, that sucks, man. It it does, it does, you know. But you know that they, I ain't even gonna get started. That's that's a whole nother conversation. But uh, mm-hmm. but you know, like I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, man. Uh, I put out I put out an episode uh episode what, two two o five um of the Stolen Time podcast. You know, go support that, man. I had. Had the homie Dustin turn on there with me. Uh, we chopped it up about a lot of things. Um, you know, shout out to Uncle Washington. Like I said, I don't know the status of that yet, but I will be calling my aunt, see what's going on. Um, go support the, uh, the 28 Minutes or Less podcast. You know, uh, all major platforms. Last episode of that one was with the guy E. Carter. Shout out to him in the First Class podcast and the C podcast. Um, but you can follow me at the Stolen Time Podcast on Facebook, Stolen Time Pod on Instagram, Foster 8 on Instagram and Twitter. And, oh, and if you want to watch the visuals of the podcast, it's on the Stolen Time Podcast Network on YouTube. Yes, indeed. Um, man, if you guys want to follow me, you can hit me up at Scoots Bronson on Twitter. Uh, that's where I'm at mostly. You can follow me on Instagram at Scoots. Uh, Bronson underscore TV. Uh, you can also hit me up on YouTube if you want to watch the uh podcast. It's at School Bronson TV, or you know, what I'm saying if you're already watching, you know, what I'm saying you can follow us, like he said, on all major platforms. Um, if you just want to listen to it at work, uh, 15 minutes of fame, man. I got you know, what I'm saying I told you guys I got a nice episode that I'm about to drop soon, had to move some things around, so it'll probably be out next week 
but I got a good lineup coming. 15 Minutes of Fame is back in effect. Been talking to a lot of people, getting some stuff ready. So definitely going to be bringing that back uh, very, very soon. Good things to come. And I, I, I really can't wait to, you know what I'm saying, I, I get back in my groove because, yo, I, I got some shit in the works. Um, man, and outside of that, you know what I'm saying, you guys already know, man. Get on Facebook. If you on Facebook, you know what I'm saying, you be cruising through and you're tired of looking at the same posts from your, from your friends and you're tired of refreshing and they ain't talking about nothing, go to your, you know what I'm saying, to your group page and then, you know what I'm saying, join up with the VA podcast by the group. You know what I'm saying? we That's where everything from the Viewers Anonymous podcast is. You can get everything from the videos to the, the link tree will be up tonight because I got it done. It's ready. So I'll be posting the link tree up. Excuse me. Um, so, you know, you guys can go to the VA podcast watch group. You go there, you can find whatever podcast platform you listen to. Um, and you can find us on there if you can't find us anywhere else. So if we did happen to just randomly pop up on there, please hit that subscribe button. I'm telling you, go back to the catalog. You'll like what you hear. If you've been here since day one, thank you very much for your continued support. We definitely appreciate it. You guys have been showing us so much love. Um, and we got a lot more coming for you guys. So um, thanks again for viewing. Thanks for listening. And with that being said, like I was, uh, like as always, like they said, Hollywood, it's a wrap. Cut.